0: Boy, motherfuckers. <laughs> Welcome back to Hindsight Movie Reviews. Uh, I'm Brandon. Uh Rashani is on assignment today. So it's just me with my man Jeff from Jeff vs. the world podcast. What's going on, Jeff? That's good. And I got my homegirl Lauren from the Two Woke Girls. What's up, Lauren? What's up? What's up, y'all? Nice to hear. It's been a long time, Lauren. Welcome back. Well, you ain't never been on this show, but I haven't talked to you in the podcast in a while. What's been going on in your life? How's Houston?
1: Not, not too much. Not too much. Just kind of been chilling, enjoying being thirty three, <laughs> and really that's it. Eating, eating all the good food and looking uh, living vicariously to Gabby, eating
0: all the good food. Speaking of food, did I, I meant to text you the other week? So like two weeks ago, right? The Turkey Leg Hut showed up in Dallas. They was here in Fort Worth. And they was at this place And I was like oh, I'm going to go check this The Lake pe- It opened up at 11am People was in line At 6am Waiting like 6 oh, yeah, hours To I, get this People food. don't play I, I just left the I stood in the line for a
1: while
0: yeah, Is it like that there? Is the line like that there too All the time? Worse It's worse oh it's, my God. it's ridiculous And what's crazy is We had it here all the
1: time So I can kind of understand people going crazy, you know, for something they don't have often. But like that, that shit here, it don't go nowhere. But it's always like that. Always. I've only been a couple of times for that reason because I have to go with people who don't pay to skip the line. <laughs> I just don't, I don't do lines. But I'm also not going to pay to skip the line. So I got to go with the right people
0: to do both. I was going to text you. I was like, is this worth waiting? But by the way, because of COVID, right? They had the they had the road blocked off and then they had people lined up in their cars in the medium. So like it was a road turning into where the where the food truck was. And so they had all these people lined up like for like a mile in the median of the road to turn into this parking lot. Which the parking lot was already full. And then they had people then they had a separate line for people walking that went like all the way like around the corner and through the backside. And by the way, this was in like the black part of Fort Worth, which I had never been to. And I was like, "Oh, look! This is the black part of Fort Worth." Because my only experience so, like, stop Fort- six, yes, stop six area. Because I went to Fort Worth, so I'm not. I'm okay. Yeah, I, that's where
1: my home. That's yeah, that's what my home people. I don't say homeboys and girls. Home people are from. Yeah, yeah that that is the ghetto. <laughs>
0: it, it's definitely the ghetto. Because the last time I went to Fort Worth, I got stuck in a Trump caravan, and I was like, I don't know about Fort Worth. Mm. I don't know about this because my neighborhood, I live in Arlington. My neighborhood is completely mixed. During the election, right, I purposely drove through my entire neighborhood to see how many Trump signs I would find. And I found one in my entire neighborhood, and that made me feel good. (laughs) So, you know, that's Texas. Um, But we are here today because this has been still a month. So, two weeks ago, we did Meet the Parents. Last week, we did Dodgeball. And this week we are doing probably well. Meet the Parents is my favorite movie, but this is probably the best movie that he's been in, um, Tropic Thunder. So we always started off when with when was the first time you saw this? So Jeff, when was the first time you saw this, and what did you think of it then?
2: Uh, I yeah, I went to go see an opening weekend. Uh, with one of my best friends. Uh, we went, and this is around the time when uh Ben Stiller was like on a roll. Mm. And you had uh, who was it? It was like Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell. Owen like Wilson. they were just yeah, Owen Wilson. That like, they were like being in each other movies or do movies together. Kind of how like uh all the jokes. Funny white man. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm so, sorry.
1: I'm, I'm talking out loud. I'm
0: so sorry. <laughs> no, please do.
2: So yeah, so it was around that time, and I just remember being in there and everybody just having a good time laughing at the movie. Uh, it's still one of my favorite comedies, it's in my top five, and I just think, even now, I think I saw it, I watched it uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it still made me laugh. Uh, I just think the movie's hilarious and smart. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's it for me with it.
0: Uh, Lori, what about you? Oh, the first time I saw it, I don't know
1: exactly year, but I know I was in college, because I was living in Austin, and one of our college friends, like, kept bugging us to watch, and he was like, oh gosh, you don't want to watch no silly shit with Ben Stiller and Robert Downey, was like, I just don't want to watch this, and got tossed into it, and watched that shit two times in a row, and I'm talking about, like, that, every everything about that movie was funny to me, but the funniest part was, like, the little shit, like Matthew McConaughey, like, that was, like, the the funniest part of the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I will never forget that Yeah this movie I saw this movie I was like because Meet the Parents A lot of people don't know This is my favorite movie I don't know why It just hit at a time So I was like a big Ben Stiller guy He was like my go to white actor So I went to see all his movies And so I was like Oh Ben Stiller movie I'm there Open the night And so I'm watching this movie And I'm in college And I'm like Yo this shit is some wild shit And even like college version of me like twenty one year old me or however fucking old I was just like, Yeah, this is gonna be interesting to see how people take this. And so and then you look in the world, right, and then people are like, Yeah, I can't believe they did blackface in a movie, like the blackface like they did a blackface movie. That's so fucked up. How can our Ron, uh, Robert Downey Jr. come back from this? And I'm like, Yo, this is like the most brilliant blackface I think I've ever seen in any medium ever. Um And I, and so people were like, he got nominated for best supporting actress this year, actor, with Heath Ledger and a few other people. Um, and he also did Iron Man this year, which I totally forgot that this was the same year as Iron Man. Jeff reminded me of this. And I'm like, yo, this shit is so brilliant. And it's funny throughout the whole movie, but it's also like this commentary on like acting and like how it can be fucked up and problematic, but they shine a light on it. Throughout the whole movie, in many different ways, with the simple Jack thing, with Kirk Lazarus, like all of it, with Appa, Appaccino, I think his name is Al Pacino, uh, yeah. Brandon T. Jackson's character, like the whole film is just a commentary on like how ridiculous and stupid the acting world can be, um, in the, at that time period. So, all right, so. I ain't been leading these shows in a while, but I actually had to take some notes this time to lead the show. Once I had to go back and watch the movie again because I take no—I never take notes when I watch this because Rashida usually leads the show, but I got to do it this time. So this movie was directed by Ben Stiller, by the way. Um, it was in 2008. starring Ben Stiller, Robert Downey Jr., Jack Black, Brandon T. Jackson, and I totally forgot that Les Grossman was Tom Cruise. Like that. I didn't know that. It took me a it, I had to watch the movie one time. I didn't get it to the
1: second watch. I was like, is that Tom Cruise? But I just couldn't
0: see it at first. No, absolutely not. And, you know, he's not listed in the IMBD. And I don't think he was marketed at the time as being in the movies. So. No, I don't
1: ever remember them, like, saying, like, putting that like, Tom Cruise is
0: in this. this like, being,
1: like, a draw for people to come because he was in it or something. I, like, yes. barely remember. This
2: may be one of those things of, hey, I'm around. I got this idea. <laughs> okay, come on, let you know whatever.
0: I always love movies when actors complete. I love su- that. Yes, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I love Ocean's movies.
1: does that.
0: Yes, I was just about to bring but- that up. The Ocean's movies are very. I similar. love when
1: actors kind of make fun of themselves.
0: Mm-hmm. They just have complete fun with the character, and you could tell like he was having a fucking ball with this character. Um So the movie, if you watch this, I don't remember this. I don't remember if they did this in the theaters, but if you watch this on streaming, the movie kicks off with, like, previews of all the actors in the movie. They did it in the movie theaters. Yeah, I couldn't remember they did that in the movie theaters. But you see, like, (coughs) Tug, Speed. By the way, Ben Stiller always comes up with the most ridiculous names for his movies. (laughs) Like Every movie, it's just ridiculous names. (laughs) So, you got Tug Speedman. That's Ben Stiller. He's like the action star that's kind of fallen <laughs> off a little bit in the recent times, who keeps making sequels, but he dipped, he dipped his toe in something dramatic, and it flopped, and now he's trying to have this comeback movie. And then you have Al Pacino, who's Brandon T. Jackson's character. He's a rapper who's been getting, like, all these endorsements. So, he, he's got Booty Juice. Uh, well, Booty Juice was like an energy drink. Cause yeah. at the time, you know, we had all them crazy energy drinks in the mid two thousands. I'm sorry, I said booty sweat. Yeah, booty sweat. Booty sweat. Yeah, booty sweat. <laughs> yeah, booty um, sweat. And a Buster <laughs> Nut candy bar. <laughs> Buster Nut candy bar. And then you had Kirk Lazarus, who is Robert Downey Genius character. He is like a hardcore method actor, who's like the he's like the best actor. He's like, um, who would be a real life allegory to him? I don't know Maybe a much better Jared Leto I guess uh, I was
1: not uh, Yeah I agree I was saying
0: Yeah, yeah I was gonna
2: yeah. say Sean Penn But I guess Yeah we'll go with Jared Leto I can see that too Yeah I can see that too But I could, I could But
1: I, could, but I could very, I could very much See Jared Leto Dumbass
0: Like doing blackface <laughs> yes. Like I'm not doing
2: yeah, it. He, he would be really serious well, Why can't I do it
0: They said that When he was doing The Joker He was in full character The entire time Just being a dick To people The entire yep. time
2: smelling <laughs> dead rats or rat ears to people or something like that he was doing
0: so yeah I could absolutely that's, uh, that type of shit and then there's um, Jeff Portnoy who's, Jeff, who's uh, Jack Black's character who basically plays like a Chris Farley allegory type character who just mm-hmm. makes like a bunch of physical comedy and he's also a drug addict um, so those are the four characters they're all starring in this movie st- called Tropic Thunder Which is based on like a saving of this General Fourleaf Sergeant Fourleaf in the in the Vietnam War, right? So and so Fourleaf is actually on set. We see we will find out more about him later, but uh, we pick up right in the middle of like them shooting this war scene. Yo, this scene was fucking crazy. (laughs) Like Jeff, so if y'all don't know on uh, on Jeff's show, he recently did um, RoboCop. And I watched RoboCop, right, and you, in the beginning, if you watch the uncut version of RoboCop, like, it's mad wild how they're shooting up the people in the beginning of the movie. Like, it's it's mad crazy. It's the same thing with this film. Like, this dude gets shot in the head. It's like blood is, like, squirting out of his head like a geyser in a Jack Black face. Then the other dude gets stu- stabbed in the chest and his guts fall out. And then the guts are moving, by the way. So the guts are hanging out of his body and they're just moving, which is mad weird. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, t- he's talking. And off rip, you know, if you don't know what's going on with this movie, like, I never forget the first time I watched this movie. Because I don't think I saw any previews. I think I just saw that it was a Ben Stiller movie. And they cut to Robert Downey Jr. He's in full blackface. And he's jive talking, like, right off the beginning. I'm like, yo, what is going on here? And, and he's just talking mad shit. And then, then Ben Stiller runs in the scene. And he does that overacting shit, like in the war movies where slow mo and you're getting shot up, and he gets shot up. Robert Downey Jr., uh, Kirk Lazarus, I'll use his gimmick name, runs out there to save him, uh, and then he, they're about to run back to the helicopter, and somebody shoots a rocket launcher, and he puts his hands up to like knock, the, knock the rocket launcher out the way with his hands, and his hand blows off. <laughs> And then uh, they get pulled to the side, and I have some clips. So then that's when they do, um, that's when they do this like real serious, like scene in the film. And let me see if I can play that. What the hell is going on? All right, yeah, I think I got this clip. So let's play this. Ah, shit.
3: I'm cold, Link. I can't feel my legs. Ain't nothing but a thing. <laughs> oh. Hey, Link. What, man? Why does a man got to pick up sticks against another man? Stay them sticks to prop a man up. I'll never know. Hold my hands. Because I got something to say. I got something to say. Oh, boy. You're old enough. I got it. When we get back to the world, well, we hands put hands together that easy. three-piece combo band we talked about, me on stand-up base, Johnny at the drums and me tickling the (laughs) ivories I ain't never been worth nothing in this life but I want you (laughs) to know something (laughs) what mate? (laughs) you
0: you're my my brother (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that Your you judgment?
2: know, I don't know how it was possible To ride that line <laughs> Cause Robert Downey Jr. Had to ride a specific line He couldn't go over it and, and, Cause if he went over it It would have just been like This movie would have got Like cream mm-hmm. and He rides it throughout the whole film. He's very conscious of What he's doing What he's saying How he's portraying that character And I just think that was awesome
0: Yeah but by the way if I mean, as far as blackface go, that was some pretty good makeup job for blackface makeup. Yeah, but it really was. He yeah. really did low key look like a nigga, and I'm mad about that. <laughs> yes, he did. Because you really had to take a double leg. that's that's Robert Downey Jr. You sure? And the way he was playing it, but yeah, like yeah. he he str- he straddles that line so close. But I think that's what makes it like really good because. I like. I saw. I remember, like a few years ago, um, Bomani Jones wrote an article about this movie,
4: um, mm-hmm.
0: and he was talking about like how how this movie works. And he was like, he said, so the whole time there's Robert Downey Jr. with for Afro talking like an extra from Shaft is the dude playing on stereotypes, of course, and that's the point. The joke is on the ridiculous idea that people have about black folks that what they see on television gives them enough information to decide how black people are. He's all like it's a Chappellian move, laughing at how preposterous the dominant stereotype is, all while those that buy into the laugh at it like it's real life, allowing the first set of laughters to laugh even harder before crying. So yeah, he's basically saying like he it the whole point of the character was like he's a method actor, and so in his mind, <laughs> this is what black people are because he takes all his characters to heart, right? So he's like right. like in the in the preview he was I guess he was playing like a gay like altar boy of some sort something yeah, in something. the church yeah. and like so in his mind he's like okay I'm gonna really get into my character so I can bring this realism to life like I'm gonna bring this character to life to make it seem real and in his mind this is how black people are and, and so in, in 20 whatever this was 20, 2008 he thinks of black people as like a jive talking like 70s black person which
2: and, is hilarious and what, what was great about that they had uh, Brandon T. Jackson character there to say, "What the fuck are you doing? Stop!" <laughs> like every time he said something dumb and stupid, he was right there saying what we would say. If we saw some shit
0: like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, I
1: guess. and I think that's why it worked so well with having Brandon T. Jackson's character there, kind of add like a foil. Like, no, this is an actual black person because he even directly calls it out. Like, I had one good role for a brother in this movie. I got somebody
0: white. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, which you know was another commentary on like shit that would happen in real life. Um, so yeah, so then they cut that scene because basically Ben Stiller can't cry, and and, and Kirk Lazarus is acting like out acting him, and so he can't really get into that get into that spot because you know we see it all the time. Like, can you imagine like having a dual crying scene with like Viola Davis? Like, you're not oh, no. you're not out crying her. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you're not out. Crying. I mean, you know some. You know who can cry really good though, Loki. Will Smith. He is a he is a very good crier. But you know, if Will Smith was in a scene with Viola Davis, you're not out crying her, so you might as well just let her cry. And yeah. that's kind of how this was. He couldn't out cry Kirk Lazarus, and he was like, "All right, let, let's cut this shit." And then the director was losing his shit, and he's like, "Yo, we can't cut this. I got this big explosion coming." And so then we cut <laughs> to the pyro man. In the po- What was Danny his McBride. name? I know it's their real name Danny. I know, McBride, I know it's I know. Danny McBride, but I couldn't remember his name Cody. Oh yeah, Cody is his <laughs> name. And he's just ready for like to do this explosion. He's like, yo, all got these I got these planes coming in like they about to come in and make this this big 200 po- he said I got 200 pounds of something. I forget what the hell he said. Jeez. Some type of stupid shit. And so he the director throws like this fit and he thinks it's the sign they come by, they drop the bombs, they have this big ass explosion that was probably mad expensive, and they didn't capture none of that shit on camera. And that's when they cut to basically uh we get to see Tom Cruise character for the first time. Um and he's get he's on Zoom. So they had Zoom in two thousand eight in this movie.
2: I mean, anyway, didn't they no, they cut to the uh uh Uh, Entertainment Tonight. Actually, oh yeah, yeah,
0: you are right. They cut to Entertainment Tonight, and that's when we find out more about the. You are right. I got this right here. They find out more about the character. So basically, like Jeff Portnoy has basically just been kind of typecast as like the fart dude, and so Andy's got like legal troubles. White Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, (laughs) he's white Eddie Murphy. (laughs) 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 Kurt Lazarus went through a pigmentation procedure to be play a black person in this movie. So he went through an actual plastic like surgery to get pigmentation changes of his skin to be this character, which is hilarious in the context of this movie. And then Tug Speedman, Ben Stiller's character, he's just he's been like falling off. They were talking about like people aren't going to see Scorcher anymore. And then he jumped into this movie called Simple Jack, where he's supposed to be playing like a mentally impaired farm boy who can talk to animals, which is ridiculous. But they talk more about that in the movie uh, as well. So yeah, you were right. So then, oh yeah, then they cut to Matthew McConaughey, who's his agent Rick, Rick, <laughs> Rick Pecker, by the way, is his name. It's the Peck. <laughs> <laughs> he sent he sent Tug a um, he sent him a gift basket TV? that had a satellite phone in, which comes into play later on. And then, then they start going off on this rant about TiVo, which dates this movie. Because like we don't think about TiVo like that. Although I just found out after, after watching this movie, I looked it up. Apparently TiVo still exists. And I'm like, who's who's using How? TiVo in twenty twenty
2: one? Nah I'm not doing that. Days <laughs> are done.
0: Yeah, so basically it's like you're you can buy your own TiVo machine so that like let's say you have like whatever the fuck cable Instead of using their DVR, you can buy a TiVo thing and then you get to k- hook it up to your cable box and then like let's say you get rid of that cable, you still get all that shit on your TiVo or whatever. I guess that's how it works apparently. But I'm like, I, I guess I <laughs> I don't even have cable anymore. I use YouTube TV. So that TiVo shit seems so old school to me. So yeah, that dates the fuck out this movie. But he's basically like we had TiVo put in your contract. Then you go set up that damn TiVo. He's like, uh, you know, they got digital cable here. And by the way, Ben Stiller's trying to bet it at, because he's walking around with like, what do you call those things? Do they have a proper name on your hand? They, they you probably do. I
2: just, he walking walk around with hooks. That's why.
0: I- <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I with was going to call them. Those prosthetic hooks. Prosthetic hooks, yeah. He's the got hooks, the prosthetic yeah. hooks because Four Leaf, for what they think, got his hands blown up in Vietnam, and so he got these prosthetic hooks on. So Ben Stiller's doing everything with these hooks. He had like an agent go put his phone in the hook while he's walking around with it, which was ridiculous. Um, So then that's when they cut to Les Grossman. He shows up on his Zoom call. And he's like, who's the director of this film? Yeah, he tells this random grip to walk over and punch that man in the face. And, then, <laughs> and the grip
1: walks sorry. over. And you know it hurt because it was an old black man. And you know
0: they punch hurts. <laughs> he punched him with all the old man strength. He's like, yo, I'm sorry he told me to do it he's bleeding his nose and then he's like look y'all are costing me a bunch of fucking money he's like this is this is goddamn bullshit and then four leaf pops up out of nowhere in the corner and they do that trope with like the old war vet and he's like going through like "Yo, you gotta drop these these men are pansies you need to drop them into the real jungle and have them experience the real life and then (laughs) les grossman is like who's that and he's like, Oh, that's four leaf. He's the sergeant that this movie's about. And he was like, Oh, you're a you're a hero to this country. I want to thank you for your service. Now you can shut the fuck up and <laughs> let me run my movie. <laughs> Yo, I was crying watching it on because I like there were certain things I forgot about this movie and that shit was fucking funny. He was basically going, um, What's my man's name from uh Batman from Dark Knight who be cussing people out? Um not Nolan. Who played? Who? What was it? Jeff. You're Batman. What's his name? What from Dark Knight. Who played Batman? Oh, uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Who be? Yeah. He be hauling off on people at. I heard he be going nuts on people on Man, set. he did it
1: what Christian
2: one Bale time. beat his mama up
0: or something. That
1: that man is wild. That's he, a real wild boy. He <laughs> like slapped the shit out
2: of his mama or something. <laughs> that was one time on a Terminator set.
0: Oh, look at you defending Christian I, Bale. Look, I, I mean,
2: I'm just that man is
0: wild. That's a wild boy. <laughs> that's a, I heard Tom Cruise be doing that shit too, which is funny. In the oh, case the of this movie, did yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: So that's so he, yeah. Go ahead. That's mad meta. Because didn't he just do that on this? I heard he just did that on the set yeah. for like COVID or he something.
2: Somebody had on the mad, didn't have on that mask, and he just flipped out.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's some meta shit right there um so then uh after that like four leaf, this this nigga's like i can't sleep in my hotel room i get nightmares, <laughs> nightmares. Yo, he is he's in Yo, the whole movie is about these people playing these characters way too hard <laughs> he's not even the real person he's like yo, i got nightmares so he's sleeping outside he's that he's that into the gimmick and the director rolls up in his tent and he's like yo you gotta drop these fucking people in the in the world, and he was like, "We can set up hidden cameras, but let them go through it and not act like pansies or whatever." So, you know, they get on the, they get on a helicopter and they drive to a different, fly to a different part of the forest the next day. And the director's like, "All right, look, we rigged this whole forest up. You are gonna go through the scenes and it's gonna be shot like we're hidden cameras and shit." And he was like, um, "But if it feels real, it looks real, it's probably real." And then he says something like. Uh, the helicopter is God. I'm Jesus Christ, and y'all are my disciples. And he's like, now go shoot this film, and then he steps on the landmine and blows up. <laughs> he looked there, like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they looking at him like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? <laughs> and the because Tuck- I'm, in, I'm at home, like, what the
1: fuck? I'm like, is this nigga dead? Like, for real?
0: <laughs> and Chuck Spielman was like, oh. They're like, what? That shit's crazy. And they're like, oh, that's just special. He's like, that's just special effects. And Kirk Lazarus is like, I don't know about this one. And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, you, Mr. Actor Guy. I've been in more action movies than you. I know good special effects. So he picks up his severed head. <laughs> corn <laughs> it's like, syrup. Yeah, it's like, this is corn syrup. And he tastes it. And he's like, oh, blood flavored corn syrup. Y'all went really all out with this one.
2: <laughs> it's all about Kirk Lazarus. He's like, oh, he getting down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's like we get, we're getting down here. And he starts like digging his brain guts out, and so the this drug cartel who's in the forest they hear him. They come over. They watching all this shit. And can you imagine being like some Vietnamese people, and you see these Americans like in war gear with a severed head on your fucking gun, talking big shit like, "Ah, oh, we about to go take over the world." They were like, "They don't. They're not scared of death at all." <laughs> nope. And so um, they roll up and they start shooting. Then they have kind of like this little, this mini shootout. And um, Four Leaf <laughs> and Danny McBride are like watching this from like a perch somewhere up high. And they hear the guns and they're like, oh, I guess we should blow them up. And so at the same time, um, Ben Stiller is like, yo, this is the scene. Let's do the scene. Everybody else is like, uh, buddy, this seems like this is real. He was like, yeah, it's supposed to feel real. And he gets out there like Rambo shooting up shit, <laughs> hides behind a rock, throws his grenade, and then four-leaf hits the button. They blow up the C4 that's in the woods, and the people run off. And I'm like, Yo, how did nobody die from that? They were right next to that C4. They all should have been wiped out. Ben Stiller did a roll into shooting his gun yeah. <laughs> with live bullets shoot at his head. By the way, in the context of the movie, did they give them real guns and just not tell them? Like, what not they pretended to shoot each other? Because <laughs> they thought it was a movie I, I guess it was g- real guns but just with blanks They had blanks oh, they It was real blanks. guns but blanks Because yeah. it, it wasn't shooting nothing Because yeah. that shit would have been funny So yeah then they run off And then um That's when we get to um Is this where we get the um The um never go... Oh, yeah, they're walking back. Alright, so, yeah. So, they use word... They use the retarded word, which we don't... You know, that's not cool today. But I'm going to play this scene because it does have some value to what the story was trying to get across. Um, And so, basically, Kurt, Lazarus, and um, Tug, they're walking through... Um, they're walking through the jungle, and they're just talking to each other. And Tug's like, you know... <laughs> Why are you still in character, bro? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't have to tell you. I stay in character until the DVD commentary the is over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, Portnoy is going through withdrawal, right? So he, like, runs off to, like, sniff his, like, last bit of, what was yeah? What was he on, heroin? Was it coke? I thought it was supposed to be heroin. Damn, it's heroin. Yeah. So, like, he runs off to sniff his last bit of that because, you know, he's, a, um, he's an addict.
4: We'll be back to hindsight after this brief break. Hey y'all, this is Derek. We wanted to thank y'all so, so much for listening to our show. Right now, at this very moment, we'd like for you to go ahead and screenshot your phone, your iPad, or wherever else you're listening to this show, and send it to us on Twitter at Hindsight Reviews. We'll post it up and retweet it to everybody else, and you could be a part of our family. Also, be sure to leave a five-star review and let us know what you think of the show wherever you listen to the podcast at. Thank you so much, and back to the show.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Carol Ann.
5: And I'm Matt, and we are the hosts of Boost and Confused.
3: Boost and Confused dives into the weird topics that you never knew existed.
5: Join us every Monday to drink and discuss all things unknown, unexpected, otherworldly and just plain strange
3: each week we will take you on a journey to learn about things like time travel and who john teeter is
5: weird history like the new england vampire panic
3: conspiracy theories like Katy perry being john bennett ramsey or aliens
5: or the paranormal like ghosts that haunt the white house
3: listen to boost and confused every monday wherever you get your podcasts
5: see you then Are you in the top 10 lists? What about pop culture? Or maybe you're just a nerd like us. We've got a show for you, loser. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. We're the hosts of the Tennis Podcast, a comedy and edutainment podcast covering a new top tennis list every week, including fun facts and trivia. We've covered lists such as the top ten most popular 90s songs on Spotify, the deadliest animals, the worst U.S. presidents, the leading causes of death, the best selling video game franchises, the most common murder methods. Okay, are you going to give one that isn't about death? The deadliest jobs in America? <sighs> Listen to these and countless other top 10 lists every Wednesday at tennishpod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Top horror villains by their kill count. I think we're done here. If you listen to this podcast, there's a good chance you will die. We are the tenish podcast. That's one zero ish Bye.
0: And then he comes back. And so then they get into this scene about talking about um, Simple Jack. So let me pull that up. But I actually felt... Retarded. You know, there were times when I was doing Jack that
3: I actually felt retarded. Like, really retarded. I mean, I brushed my teeth retarded. I rode bus retarded. Damn. In a weird way, I had to sort of just free myself up to believe that it was okay to be stupid or dumb. To be a moron. Yeah. To be moronical. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah. Like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. When I was playing the character. When you was the character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, as Jack. Definitely. Yeah. Jack. Stupid-ass Jack. Trying to come back from that. In a weird way, it was almost like I had to sort of fool my mind into believing that it wasn't retarded. And by the end of the whole thing, I was like, wait a minute, you know? I flushed so much out, how am I going to jumpstart it up again? It's just like... Yeah. Yeah, right? You was farting in bathtubs and laughing your ass off. Yeah, Yeah. But... Simple Jack thought he was smart, or rather didn't think he was retarded, so he can't afford to play retarded being a smart actor. Playing a guy who ain't smart but thinks he is, that's tricky. Mm, Tricky. It's like working with Mercury. It's high science, man. It's art form. Yeah. You an artist. Mm. That's what we do, right? Yeah. 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 Hats off for going there. Especially knowing how the academy is about that shit. Wait. About what? you serious? You don't know. Everybody knows you never go full retarded. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Man, Luke retarded, act retarded. Not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Sure. Not retarded. Yeah, you know Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe. Braces on his legs. But he charmed the pants off next to him. They won a ping-pong competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? That's Sean Penn 2001. I am Sam. Remember? Went full retard.
0: Went home empty (laughs) handed. So that scene obviously wouldn't play today um, using that dialogue. But the point of that scene was basically like, you know, the Academy has a particular type of thing that, that they look for. And he pulled up all these perfect examples of that shit. And all those movies were like people loved them. Like they they were all like the people who played in those movies were like, yeah, y'all did great. So that was that was a good that was an interesting part. Go ahead, Jeff.
2: Except, except I am Sam because I remember I went to go see that. I
0: don't yeah. think I've seen I am Sam. Yeah, I saw it.
1: I was watching I Am
0: Sam And when the mama
1: had burnt off on them And just like I was like I can't watch this <laughs> yeah, You too? <laughs> Cause she just had left. Like she was just I don't know She realized like Is this nigga was But she just like left Or like just left them And I was like okay yeah It's already about to
0: be too sad yeah. I thought I was gonna uh, laugh But Forrest Gump's a perfect example of that <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah It's the perfect example of that And Simple Jack was so ridiculous But here's the funny thing about Simple Jack. They would absolutely do a movie like that in real life. Like, 100%. They would do a movie like that in real life. Then?
1: Yeah. Didn't Sia do something like that with her autism movie? Who? It's a singer. uh, Sia, she wears a big bang that covers her face. She made a movie, like, recently, like, about autism and the autistic, autistic community, was like, please don't do this. Like the art, the actor themselves is not artistic. You don't know enough about autism to like try to write a movie and portray somebody. And it's just very typical, very very stereotypical, very, very terrible. Mm. Um, and like the autistic community hates it. So like it, she like somebody literally did that. Somebody made Simple Jack.
0: Yeah. So,
1: and she was like, I'm doing this to raise awareness, and they were like, This
0: is not awareness. It, no, it never plays off <laughs> that way.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that. This is, not that help, this is not helping her.
0: So, Wait, I got something to say. Yeah, I just
2: ahead. read something. So, Robert Daddy Jr. was on set as Kirk Lazarus the whole time,
0: even when the cameras <laughs> were not rolling. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> when he was
1: talking to him, this that, that whole scene where he's talking to him about like the academy and stuff, and he's still Kirk Lazarus, and he never breaks. Like he never breaks. I was like that. That was I was like, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. You you might really be the one because you're talking to like you're playing a role, playing a role, and like it, yeah, it was too much. It was too much, and the fact that I'm not mad at you doing this, and I'm right. a super hotel. I'm always looking for the racism because it's there. I was like, yeah, this, this you do you're too much. You're too good.
0: He, he, he was anybody a, that can be cracked though like that we, we, he a different boy he was Simone Biles on that balance beam he stayed right there and and landed the dismount um, so then they uh, you know they start talking and, and Kirk Lazarus is basically like hey man this shit is fucking real this ain't no movie <laughs> we going the wrong way <laughs> get this map off this dude and he runs up to Kevin he was like weren't you in um Weren't you in base like boot camp or some shit? Like, can you help us get through this? Can you read a map? He was like, Yeah, I can I'm to can read a map. So then Ben Stiller goes up on Kevin and he starts pulling out the booty sweat, like the fake like he's peeing. And he's like, Lazarus is gonna torpedo this movie. Like, we gotta get him out of here. And Kevin's like, bruh, the movie is like what are y'all like what are you talking about? <laughs> Basically in his head. And so, um then Didn't Lazarus come to him first too. He's said, Let me talk Yeah, Lazarus came to him first. Yeah, that's when he was like, Yo, we gotta get that map from him. Yeah. And so uh that's when uh Lazarus runs up on him and is like he starts Trying to like sweet talk him. He's like, Yo, you gotta cut up like Rambo in the second movie. Not in the first movie, he was jacked up. Now he cut up. And he was like, You're Yo, shredded. Ben, you shredded. Can you give me some tips? I'm trying to get shredded. And Ben Stiller's ass is like, Oh yeah, and he just snatches the tug he's like, Give me that motherfucking map. <laughs> give me that goddamn map. And then Tug was like, You know what? fuck y'all, I'm going this way. He was like, I'm going to do this scene where Four Leaf goes to the jungle by himself. And um, and then this is where we get the first uh, scene with Brandon T. Marshall and um, Kurt Lazarus' character. I mean, with Robert Downey Jr.'s character. So I got this. Let's play this one. It's cold. Oh, oh
3: it's freezing. I'm fucking cold. You want my flag jacket? Huh? <laughs> What are you saying? It's spoiling. It's like a sweat lodge out here. Keep the volume down ah. on that bitchin' flash, Adams. Ah, I gotta take a fucking 12-pound shit. How we doing? Making good time? We're making good time, but there's no way we make it over that ridge before sundown. All right, fellas, we're gonna make camp. Rest up. <laughs> y'all might be in for a treat. You know, back before the war broke out, I was a saucier in San Antone. I bet I could call up some of them greens. Yeah, do some crawfish out the patty, y'all. Uh, maybe some crab apples for dessert now, yeah? Hell yeah! Ha! Hell yeah! Ha! That's
1: how we all talk. We all talk like this, huh? Yes, uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Get some crawfish and some ribs, ha! Uh, huh? Yeah! You're Australian! Be Australian! Excuse me, Kangaroo Jack.
3: I get excited about my
0: food, today. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how did, yo, I wonder if they did, there's no way they did that in one take. There's no no possible way you could do that in one take without busting out. Ain't no way. (laughs) That shit is insane, man. (laughs) He start talking about getting some crawfish, man. (laughs) That shit's so fucking funny. Nah,
1: that nigga said he was a sausage, nigga. (laughs) That's That's what I (laughs) said. Nigga, what? You cut off some. <laughs> you was a what, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert Downey. I was like Robert Downey Jr. You know some niggas though, but Robert Downey, <laughs> J- Jr. If you watch him, even in Iron Man, he always be saying like a little something just to let you know. I was like, you got some, you got some nigga friends. You got some real nigga friends, and I know it was some people that you was on drugs with right.
4: because
1: he always just says a little something that lets me know he didn't been around some niggas. And
0: not no Hollywood niggas, some nigga niggas. <laughs> oh shit. So then um then they're um after that they they keep walking, whatever. They're trying to they're going through. They cut the Ben Stiller. He he's like sleeping. It's nighttime. It's pouring down rain and he made like this makeshift like um habitat for him or whatever. And he's watching star trek on his ipad ipod ipod <laughs> <laughs> which i totally hey, forgot <laughs> i watch star trek sometimes but i have never intently watched it, like
2: he was, <laughs> I mean, it was into that show you know what was gonna happen
0: yeah he was he was way into that shit and <laughs> and then he hears this ruffling in this in the in the woods whatever and look like this thing's attacking him. He jumps up, pulls his knife out, starts stabbing this thing. You see, like, his teeth or whatever. So you think it's, like, a bear or a wolf or, like, some type of shit like that. Then they cut to it. And it's, like, this smiling panda. <laughs> but, like, yo, in real life, pandas will fuck you up. So he should have killed that fucking panda. <laughs> but he loves pandas because we saw earlier in the movie he did, like, a photo shoot with pandas. So he, he calls Rick. And he's, like, Rick, I fucked up. I fucked up real bad, and Rick's like, "What'd you do?" He's like, "You got to stop seeing these hookers or whatever." <laughs> and he's like, "I killed a panda." And Rick's like, "You killed Amanda?
4: How do you know her name?"
0: <laughs> and he's like, "No, no, no! I killed a panda." And he's like, "A panda?" He's like, "Oh, I thought it was something serious." <laughs> and then he says some other shit about TiVo or whatever. And he because call- he called him on the satellite phone, and he gets off. He gets off. Whatever. Um, so then we find out at the same t- around the same time though we find out that um, Leaf Leaf for Leaf and uh, Danny McBride they go to check on the director and he not there and we find out that he don't really have hooks he still got hands and they get caught up with um they get caught up by the the drug dealing people um and so then. This is when like Jeff. Uh, this is when Jeff Portnoy is really going through withdrawal. And this nigga start drinking out of like a dirty ass pond because he's just like, I just need something to make me throw up. <laughs> like, yo, he is going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And then this is probably one of the best. This is one of the funniest scenes and the best scenes in the movie. This is where we get like the real confrontation between um, Al Pacino and Kirk Lazarus. So let's play this
5: my client, Tug Speedman. I'm getting the TiVo. Jacket's on. I'm out the door. Tug.
3: He doesn't look too good. Oh, I must drink so I can throw something up. No, no don't drink that water. That water's like a Petri dish. No, don't. <laughs> he drink uh, drinking that to shit, too. have any booty sweat? Uh, yeah, get him chugging on some of the Alpha's ass water. That'll bring him around. It's a cure-all. Yeah, <laughs> what you coming out in movies for anyway? Look how you he's need walking. revenue stream?
1: For your information, my revenue stream currently generates $2 million a year in charitable contributions for my community. I ah, damn. And why am I in this movie? Maybe I just knew I had to represent because they had one good party in for a black man, and they gave it to Crocodile Dundee.
3: Pumpy breaks, kid. That man's a national treasure.
1: I just want to throw another shrimp on you, Bobby.
3: That shit ain't funny. Hey,
1: fellas, it's hot. We're tired. It stinks. I'm fucking with you, Kangaroo Jack. I'm sorry, your dingo ate your baby. You know
3: that's the true story? Lady lost a kid. You about to cross some fucking lines.
1: Guys, relax. You stop. know what? Fuck that, man. I'm sick of this koala-hugging nigga. Tell him he's-
3: For 400 years, <laughs> that work has kept us down.
1: What the fuck?
3: Took a whole lot of time just to get up that hill. And now we up in the big leagues. Kidding not turn it back. Long as I it live, it's you and me, baby.
1: That's the theme song for the Jeffersons. You really need help.
3: And just because the theme song don't make it not true.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm going to tell you what's true. I'm going to tag you back.
0: You better uh... believe that, baby. Guys! Guy- Bro, that scene is so hilarious! Oh my god! Every oh time I watch shit. this movie, I watch that scene over and over again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo. that's like the that's the that's the moment right there. That's
0: the moment when he when he hugs Benny and hugs that nigga real tight. <laughs> that shit just sends me. It sends me <laughs> every time. Also, the writing in this movie is so good, man. Because like. He's basically like, "Yo, don't make me a stereotype." While portraying yeah, a stereotype, a stereotype. <laughs> <So laughs> <great. laughs> That's such great writing, man.
2: I'm talking about you! You had crossed the line.
1: What <laughs> the lines you ain't crossed? No, when he said that word has held
0: us back for four hundred years, <laughs> It's held who back? Who? <laughs> who is we? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, that is the best, man. For four hundred years. Damn, bro, just have us back. They start singing the Jefferson theme song in a, like a speech, man. Like, what's wrong and with go, this man? And I like, now mean it ain't true. <laughs> Al Pacino's like, yo, what's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> They're they not even acting anymore. He's not even, like, he's uh-huh. still in char- They in the real world in character, bro. It's so hilarious. Oh my God, man. They Like, these scenes are just classic. These are classic scenes. So, um, so yeah, so then uh, basically, uh, Tug he gets captured. Right, he he got he puts the panda on his head. He gets captured by the drug people. This nigga thinks he's still in the fucking movie. They drag him into town, and he's like, "Oh oh, oh yeah, it's time for me to do my scene." And he starts like he says, "My body may be shackled." But my mind wonder free. <laughs> and then the, then the fucking drug dealer's like, what the fuck? It's like, he starts making fun of him. He's like, okay. He's like, all right, all right, retake. Let's do it again. And he says it again. And then the dude spits on him. Then he spits on him back. And he spits on him again. He's like, oh, yeah, this shit is good. And he spits on him again. I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going on, man? I wonder if that's how that shit happens. Like, not to that silliness, but like, I wonder if that's how that shit happens when they be ad libbing shit in the movies. Where they put, like, oh, yeah, 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 this is good. This is good. And then they just keep going with that shit when they do some wild <laughs> shit in movies. Uh, I've read, uh,
2: certain movies, I've, me and Shahid just did a movie where they said somebody was, I can't remember what movie it is now. Somebody was getting out of control and the actor was like, the look you see on his face in the movie, no, he
0: was like, I was legit, didn't know what the fuck was going
2: on. <laughs> but the cameras kept going.
0: I, I I would love to like watch outtakes of these movies because like, I don't know how you can shoot these scenes without just... <laughs> everyone laughing on set like I can't imagine it's like Kirby Enthusiasm like I watch Kirby and sometimes in Kirby Enthusiasm because it's not scripted you can see them like laughing and they just keep mm. it in the show because yeah. they can't hold it in anymore and like right. I can imagine like this shit like just trying to like be serious for this shit but so then they, they, they carry his ass off and he, he holla out uh, let's do the torture scene next and <laughs> 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 And then they roll up, and um, that's when the rest of the crew, they get to, like, this cliff, and they can see what's going on. And um, they can see what's going on. They, and the one dude's like, "Y'all read on the plane that, like, we're not in Vietnam no more. We're in, like, some, like, country that's next to it, and that's a drug cartel. And then they got a tug in the water going through, was, like, some type of torture where they dumping them in the water and dragging them back out, dumping them in the water, dragging them back out. And then that's when Rick runs in in Les Goodman's office. Well, <laughs> when Andrew was with he's like, cut! <laughs> yeah, <God!"> cut! <laughs> he's calling for cut. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's when Rick runs into Les Grossman's office, and uh, we get this scene. I'm going to rip your fucking tits off. You want to talk about trouble? That's trouble. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa.
3: What do you need, Peck? i more like, what do you need, Les? Glasses? What? So you can read the Tropic Thunder contract that guarantees my client, Tug Speedman, some form of digital video recorder on location? Huh? Me...
5: Look, Dick, I'm incredibly busy, so why don't you get the hell out of here before I snap your dick off and jam it into your ass? No, not you, Helen
3: but I will rip your tits off if you don't get me those theaters. Perfect. Hey, Tugger Nuts, I've got you on speakerphone. I'm standing here with Les Grossman, and he is dying to tell you why he has apparently wiped his ass with the TiVo clause from your contract. We are flaming dragon.
0: <laughs> Speedman <laughs>
3: is with us now. For 50 million, you will get him back. Now, you're going to get those... Who, who is this? And how did you get this phone?
1: We are flaming dragon.
3: Simple Jack belong to us now. <laughs> oh, he does, does he? And hey, let me tell you something, shitbird. I've never even heard of your little agency. But if you think you can poach my client. You $50 million, you know, see Simple Jack again because we kill him.
5: This is the last ghostman, who is this?
3: This is Flaming Dragon!
5: <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> Flaming Dragon. Fuckface. First, take a big step back and literally
3: FUCK YOUR OWN
5: FACE! Now, I don't know what kind of pan-Pacific bullshit power play you're trying to pull here, but Asia-Jack is my territory. So whatever
1: you're thinking, you better think again. Otherwise, I'm gonna have to head down there,
5: and I will rain down on a godly fucking firestorm upon you. You're gonna have to call the fucking United Nations and get a fucking binding resolution to keep me from fucking destroying you. I am talking scorched-earth motherfucker! I will massacre you! I will fuck you up!
0: Bro, he was having way too much fun with that character, man. Oh, absolutely. Way too much fun. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I think Lauren had to drop off. But, yeah, he was having way too much fun with that character. And at this point in the movie, I didn't know who... uh, I didn't know. Like, the first time I watched this, I was like, all right. (laughs) Obviously, this is going to have to end up good. But... Mm -hmm. But, like, yo, what the – like, what are they – like, somebody had to have worked with a shit-ass, like, director in this film. Like, someone had to work with someone who was like, yo, all right, th- you know that person? I wonder if it was, like, Harvey Weinstein or somebody in hindsight. And they're like, yo, let- let's do yeah, this. Yeah,
2: I'll be, be thinking that when I watched it um, a couple of weeks ago. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder who they were.
0: Because you know that. it's someone that's playing yeah. this Les Grossman character. That, or like,
2: it could – it could be a combination of things because um, I know earlier we was talking about uh, characters that you know, they kind of gravitated towards as far as the characters and um, as far as um, Kirk Lazarus they said they had got a uh, who do, uh hold on, I'm about to pull it up now. The actors that they got for the role were Russell Crowe. Oh no.
4: Mm-mm.
2: Russell Crowe and Daniel Day-Lewis. That's that that Kirk Lazarus and and Kirk Lazarus, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, okay. Now I I absolutely see that.
0: Russell Crowe? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Oh my God.
2: Have you seen seen Unhinged?
0: Yes. There's no way he could do that. No, that he would cross the line, he would drive (laughs) over that fucking line, (laughs) way over that fucking line. Oh gosh. So then, uh, They uh, at this point, you know, they uh, they were like talking to the people like Lazarus and uh, Kevin and Jack, Jack Poynoy. I mean, uh, Jeff Poynoy. They're like, all right, you know, we got to go save Tug. Tug." And they're like, "Um, did you read the book? (laughs) The Tropic Thunder book? And everybody's like, "Uh, I read the flap. I read that shit. And Kevin's like, bro, I read the whole book. Like, you know, this is what we can do. You know, we can set up this, we can make this person look like we captured them and then set up this distraction. Can you speak this language? And Kirk's like, yeah, I can speak this language. And he's like, how do you know how to do that? And he's like, you know, I did a movie one time where I had to learn the language. I was like, of course that nigga would learn a language yeah. for a movie. And then, uh, he was like, yeah, but they're trained soldiers. And Kirk Lazarus was like, and we are trained actors, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 and then, uh, they were like, um, Rick came into the office, and he was like, yo, y'all just going to let them keep tug?" And Les was like, hey, man, people not dressing up as Scorching no more for Halloween, bruh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that money not coming yo. in.
2: <laughs> they were like, oh, well.
0: Like, you know, this is what we're going to do. We'll give you some money. I'll even give you a G5. Keep this shit quiet. He was like, G5. <laughs> He's
2: out doing a little dance in front of him.
0: <laughs> He's like, a G5 plane? He's like, yes, a plane. And then he turned on ludicrous, <laughs> uh, And he started doing this stupid-ass dance. He does a real big one at the end of the movie, too. Um, yeah. And so then they cut back to Alpa. And <laughs> Alpa runs up on Kirk. He's like, yo, I don't know why you like this, bro. And Kirk's like, beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said, they asked Kirk, "Like, are you still dating Jennifer Love Hewitt? He's like, no, that was just rumors. He's like, it's hard to date somebody you know, when I'm traveling 280 days a year and I got to get in character, you know, it's hard to keep a woman around when you like that. And Portnoy, they got Portnoy tied up because he's going through full detox. And, <laughs> yeah. And then that's when they found out that Appletino's gay because he slips up and says his boyfriend's name. And he was like, what? They're like, what? And he's like, no, I love the pussy. Because, no. you know, they had to yeah. do the thing because at the time, you know, rappers had to play the tough guy thing. And so, like, everybody was a, a parody of something in this movie. And
2: Kirk, like, it's cool,
0: you know, you gotta hide it or whatever. Yeah, he's
2: like, it's yeah, cool. I think they, But then he said something stupid, like, everybody goes gay once. And I was yeah.
0: like, what? <laughs> and so then uh, they drag Jeff uh, and Kirk um, in into a character. Like, then they go, like, inception. They go character into a character into a character. And so Kirk's playing, like, this character of, like, part of the cartel. He caught Jeff uh portnoy and he tied him up and he's like i called him start speaking his other language or whatever and um alpa sleek sneaks in saves four leaf and the pyro guy so he sneaks in to save them and then jeff is uh he had said something about like he had a rice farm in the beginning so they get ready to let him go and he's like all right i'm about to go to my poppy farm and the drug by the way the head drug dealer person is a little kid (laughs) I forgot yes, to mention and, that.
2: <laughs> oh, and that uh Tug Speedman, uh no, sorry. Simple Jack
0: oh, is yeah. like their
2: hero. Yes. <laughs> so they love him. That's their favorite movie.
0: Yeah, and they so they got Simple Jack out there doing the whole movie on performance. <laughs> like on play. They had him do the whole fucking movie. And <laughs> they get they even gave him like a fake Oscar <laughs> at one point. He was so proud. He was so proud of that fake oxer. Uh, so they caught him with the poppy seeds and he was like, uh, he was like, where are you going to what? Your farm is where? He's like, where is your farm? He's like, right here, motherfucker. And he pulls out these guns and starts shooting them. <laughs> and then this, this is where you get like this big ass, like action set piece. So you got like bombs throwing, you got four leaf coming out with a flamethrower. <laughs> like it's just this big action set piece, this big fight. Jeff gets the upper hand of the drug dealer and then he's like, show me where the drugs are and runs off with him because he breaks the whole shit up because he got to get high and then they get in a the fight, they fuck him up um, and then he, he jumps on him, he falls through a roof and then he sees the drugs, Kirk comes in and stops him from doing the drugs, I mean not Kirk, Kevin comes in, Kirk finds Tug and Tug is going full like in character, like Tug is gone. He don't know what the fuck's going on. And he's just like, yeah, I'm here. Like, I'm in this play. And then they had this scene where it's like, <laughs> he's like, you, you don't even know who you are. And then <laughs> he's like, I'm a dude. I think what did he say? Like, I'm a dude playing to do, uh, a dude disguised as
2: another dude a, or something like that. Dude. Yeah, it was wild. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. I was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I think I got this scene. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, I got this scene. So th- this this is a good scene too. Let me play this one. All right. I don't know what happened here. Let me see.
3: Focus up now, motherfucking Satan. It's me, Tug! It's me, Tug. That's right. Now, Tug who? Tug who? I don't know. Who are you? Me? I know who I am. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. What? you a dude who don't know what dude he is. Or are you a dude who has no idea what dude he is and claims to know what dude he is? What the fuck are you guys talking about? i like playing other dudes. I know what dude I am. You're scared. i just get scared of what? Scared of who?
5: Scared of who? Come on, guys, we really need to go. I'm scared of you.
3: Ah! <laughs> Jesus. What's going on? The dudes are emerging. He's watching them. i not. suddenly, and We gotta
1: roll
3: out. No, am I don't, Carter
4: O'Malley. your arms strong. <laughs> I,
3: I think I might be nobody.
0: Wow! The insecurity level with you guys is ridiculous. Bruh, this nigga was fucking acting in this movie, man. <laughs>
2: Yo,
0: this shit is stupid, yo. <laughs> it's stupid and smart at the same time, yo. Yo, and now he's Iron Man. and Now everyone sees him as Iron Man. He is Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the godfather, as they say. So, yeah. So then, you know, after this, it's basically they wrap up the movie. So, basically, like, you know, they get out of there. They finally run out of there. Um, they're running back to the helicopter and then they're waiting on Tug and then Tug stops and is like I got a connection with these people like they like me like they really really like me I got a son back there and everything like I'm gonna stay here I'm gonna stay with them and he's like are you sure? he's like yeah yeah I'm gonna stay with them they love me I'm I'm gonna stay with them and then (laughs) and then he goes off and he runs back and they go into the um they go into the helicopter, and then you next thing you know, you see Ben Stiller's ass running. Don't leave! <laughs> Don't leave me! They, they, I was wrong. The little kid is on his back that he thought was his son, stabbing him. <laughs> he takes the little kid, throws his ass in the river, <laughs> and runs against on the airplane. The drug leader was like got this RPG, like this rocket launcher out, and he pulls out the rocket launcher. Rick's ass shows up with a fucking TiVo I got the TiVo <laughs> I got the TiVo They shoot the rocket launcher He somehow knocks a rocket launcher out, A rocket out the way With a TiVo <laughs> And then they get away That's some fast nefarious shit by the way <laughs> Right there <laughs> That's like the uh, rock stopping the torpedo With his bare hands <laughs> He pushed it <laughs> yeah, yeah. He pushed it <laughs> uh, so then they get they you know they get away and then that they cut to the Oscars and Kirk is given he's, he's the presenter for the best actor and uh, Tug finally wins his best actor award and <laughs> how <laughs> yeah I know I, I, how did he win how did Kirk not win yeah. that shit yeah how and so yeah he finally wins his best actor hold on real quick. And they cut to Les Grossman, and he's talking to his assistant, and he's like, yeah, we won eight Oscars, made over $400 million. Like, this is a success. And I'm like, "Uh, you know what? In 2008, $400 million is probably a shitload of money for a movie. They,
2: They absolutely get a sequel.
0: Yeah, 100. But the movie was called, what was it called? Making of Tropic Thunder. The most expensive war movie that never was made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something, something ridiculous like that. It yeah. was. Um, so yeah, then they, they, uh, then they basically cut to this scene where they, you know, the credit scene. But in between the credits is Tom Cruise fucking <laughs> dancing to Ludacris, having a fucking ball. Oh yeah, he was having the
2: time of his life.
0: He was having a great fucking time doing that character, and then yeah, and then that's that's the end of the movie. I want to look at this. How much money did this movie make? Uh, let's see. here. Box office, well, Joe.
2: Why are you looking at that? Let me ask you this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, how does this movie play? Let's see. I'm bringing my bringing Jeff versus the world over. <laughs> how does this movie play with Keanu Reeves being Tug Speedman
0: it Plays a lot fucking. It different. plays way different. Ben Stiller has a particular style of comedy. Yeah, Like a very particular style of comedy that not everybody can pull off. Like the faces that he makes, the way he delivers his lines, like the character that he plays. Because, you know, Ben's still a director this movie. So he knew exactly what he wanted out of these characters. I think Keanu... I like Keanu Reeves, but, you know, what, what are we getting? Bill and Ted's version of Keanu Reeves in this movie I see and that's the, Keanu
2: Reeves now in 2021 I don't know I don't know what we got back then because you know he always had that thing of oh you know he was kind of like the butt of the jokes but we loved him because you know it was a thing of he didn't take himself too seriously so it was more of a thing of oh let's get these jokes oh he's not that good well I think he was a better actor than a lot of people give him credit for to play this character and have Ben Stiller direct them, it would have been interesting. It would have been interesting because I mean, it's a lot of I think as I was reading um, the IMDb, it was a lot of things that went you know different. Like uh, Owen Wilson was supposed to be uh, Rick Pat.
0: He's supposed to be who? Uh, oh, Rick Matthew Pat. McConaughey's character. Yeah. He oh cool, yeah, uh, that man. would have been great. Yeah, because they just got good chemistry. Yeah, they got really good chemistry, so that would have been great. Um, but you know, Matthew was fine. Oh yeah, he was
2: fighting. You know, actually, this this um, movie opened me up to going to watch more Matthew McConaughey films Mm -hmm. because prior to this, I didn't, I didn't particularly care for him too much. But this, like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually a fan of his in certain, but not all his movies. But certain movies he do, he's like, he's really good.
0: Yeah, this film made one hundred and ninety five million dollars. That's pretty damn good for a comedy movie for a budget of ninety two million. So it doubled his money. And I remember
2: I remember that weekend I went and people were like buzzing about because they were talking about I think they were talking about how much money he made the second week. Mm -hmm. And it was like unexpected. I think it was just the word of mouth.
0: Yeah, like Ben Stiller was dropping, like, he was he had some he had some hits. Oh Uh, yeah. Dodgeball made 168 million. Classic. Like, you know, during this time he was he was making some money for these studios. Like people were going to see him. Um I I mean we usually do these superlative things But I know the answer Jeff who's the MVP of this movie Yeah you know Robert
2: (laughs) Downey He he had the toughest
0: Toughest job But made it seem so effortless Low key That's one of the toughest jobs Probably in the last 30 years of film Yeah because (laughs) You gotta realize he
2: Like I was saying earlier He had the weight of having to play this like like you couldn't mess up. No. Even on scenes, even on a dialogue, it's, certain, it's a certain way you had to play this and you couldn't go overboard with it. And I just thought he did a great job of, like I said, just riding that line. He never went too far and if you felt like it went went too far or you, was like, well, I don't know. That's why you had Pacino there to be like, yo, stop. The fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like you always had him there to be like the conscious for us speaking as the audience, especially black people, because mm-hmm. you're a white guy taking a black role from a black person who has a role in the movie that you could have had and he could have had the black role.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I just I, I like the way they did. It. That was really good. I mean, like I said, it's one of my top five comedies. And just because Absolutely. of how smart it is,
0: it's so smart. like the writing like Ben still doesn't get credit for that a lot with his movies. Yeah, but a lot of his movies have good writing. And it's in this one in particular because it's just shining a light on something in a funny way. And like, like what Bomani was saying in his article, he was like, Yo, there's gonna be people who watch this movie and laugh at Kirk Lazarus in blackface being funny. And like one of the things Bomani was saying was like the thing with blackface was it wasn't the blackface in general that was the he was he, what Bomani said in his article was it wasn't the blackface As blackface, like just putting black makeup on your face, that the problem. It was that the minstrel shows and what they represented with the blackface is the problem. In like in the abstract, and so he goes. Mm -hmm. So that created this notion that you know, whenever anybody sees blackface, that's the first thing that you think of are minstrel shows and blackface stuff. And he was like, but like you can see with and he's like, I don't recommend any mo, in almost anybody trying this. But he was like, but if you have the right person and the right idea and the right writing, you can do, you can use that to tell something, tell a larger story. And even though this is just a, co- a silly action movie comedy, the point of it was basically to be like, hey, man, this is how ridiculous blackface is. Like, that's the entire point of this, almost the entire point of this is like, this is how ridiculous this is. This is how ridiculous white people are when they think about black people. They don't actually know black people. They know caricatures of black people. And they think that's what black people are. And so if you had a method actor who was told, hey, you got to go be a black person in 1969, this is exactly what a a method actor white person would do if they were told to be a black person from 1969. And that's why that's so brilliant to me.
2: And another thing, too, I think I've done a thing with the... um. As far as the writing go, it felt like they had somebody of color there. They had to. Somebody black there to say, okay, yeah, no, maybe you should do this.
0: Because if they didn't, Ben Stiller is going into like Nick Spencer territory for me. Like when Nick Spencer was writing Captain America Sam Wilson, the comic book, mm-hmm. and and I'm, I'm the first time I was reading it, I thought Nick Spencer was black. Because I'm reading this, I'm like, yo, there's no way a white person's writing this shit. There's no fucking way a white person's writing this. And that's so that's kinda how I feel here. It had to be some black people on set. Because I can't believe I love Ben Spiller. I cannot believe he could write a character perfectly like that without crossing the line a single time in the entire film. Which yeah. is which is I which felt, is great.
2: Yeah, so I just feel like some some somebody had to be there. And I and they are uh, shouts out to them for having that person there. To you know, to make sure, like hey, is this okay? Or how do you think this is going to play?
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what? You know what I'm surprised with Hollywood? That nobody's tried that since.
2: It, it's too hard. It, mm-hmm. Especially now. It's, it's impossible now. Because you know you have your 24, 21 year old woke folks Man, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I can't believe y'all
0: let this happen. No, stop.
2: It I'm be, they would try it,
0: to cancel it before they even saw the movie.
2: I'm glad. Every time you see it on Twitter, it's always one person to shut it down and you have that Tweet goes not too far because mm. it's like it is not what you think it is, and just because you see it and you're ready to jump on it, know what it is first. Yeah, that still happens gotta,
0: on Twitter today with this
2: movie. Yeah, because you have younger audiences mm-hmm. that I'm not, it's nothing wrong with being woke, and I, I don't want anybody that's younger to maybe listen to, oh, I don't, he don't know what he talking about. It's just that you, it was a place and time. You had to know what's going on and watch the movie before, because you could watch a clip, and of course that clip would turn you off if you don't know the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Watching the whole movie, and even somebody who is close to me was offended by it, and I said, no, you have to watch the whole movie. Oh, now it's her favorite movie. It is absolutely her favorite comedy movie, because she had to you know, see it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then, on on top of that, like, I, I in a way... The wokeness of that, the woke part, like if you were going to say, okay, you take a woke side and a non-woke side, which doesn't exist, but let's pretend that it does. If you were to take a woke side in that argument, the woke side in that argument is the character and the, like, how is how they did it in the movie. Because, Mm -hmm. like, they were trying to make a larger point on blackface and method acting and how white people view black people in this world. That is a, a larger woke point than the simplicity of he put on blackface, so it's racist, all right? There was, they were, they literally
2: shitted on Hollywood in that movie. Yes, they shitted all over Hollywood, and it was. And Hollywood laughed. Now, I don't think Hollywood still gets it, it mm-hmm. absolutely missed it because, oh, this is a great no. We're talking about the hypocrisy of the things that happen in the industry.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You, you, you're hiring, uh. Of A black character just like Who was it you know when they have a black Role and you know how the joke is now Oh they'll get um, uh, What's the girl named the black widow
0: Oh Scarlett Johansson Yeah Scarlett Johansson
2: end up playing a black role yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it's like
2: Yeah because that's What we you almost get to that point or Where you to are to To
0: show your acting range You have to play uh, someone with A, a mental disability
2: yeah, right. Oh, I'm, oh, I know I can. Or the Joker. Oh, I know I can get an Oscar off this.
0: Yeah, I can. I can yeah, yeah. I'll take the role. I'll yeah, do it. Let me play this movie with a person with a mental disability, and then I'll use that to get my to get my Oscar. Like it's so ahead of its time. Like yeah, it, the more you watch this, I can watch. I'll probably watch this movie at least a couple times a year, every year. And this is me so going off memory.
2: I'm I'm a, might watch it tonight just because. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, uh, Jeff, thanks again for jumping in uh, with some of our scheduling difficulties. Tell the people where they can find you on all the socials and the, and the podcast.
2: Uh, yeah, you can follow me at Jeff versus the world on Twitter and Facebook, the real Jeff versus the world on Instagram, uh, Jeff versus the world podcast.com. Yep. Uh, you can actually go there and make everything easier. Um, I'm on pretty much anything. You, whenever you listen to uh, Apple, uh, Google, spotify anchor all that good stuff you can find jump versus the world me and my man shaheed the hood classics where we talk about movies and just talk talk about them for too long (laughs) but uh this week we will be doing john wick chapter two we just did john wick uh chapter one uh and we just did uh the Falcon and Witness Soldier episode number three. So those are those two are out there right now so you can listen to. And I also have the I Am Not Dave Wrestling podcast. I do with my man Manny. We should have something after WrestleMania mm-hmm. out there to listen to. I'm not sure how we're going to do it because there's just so much going on this week coming up. And um, I don't know how we're going to do it. But uh, it'll be something out after that. And we'll talk about WrestleMania and probably some... NXT and all that good stuff. But yeah, those are all the things you can find me on. And uh, if you do listen to the show, please leave a review. To, uh, tell us how you like the show. Don't leave like a five-star
0: review. Don't leave nothing. Absolutely.
2: Five-star reviews. Uh, Five stars, reviews, whatever. It helps us out. Gets our name out there. Get people talking on. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and also, one last thing. I did throw up a flashback today. I was uh, watching Fast and Furious Saturday night and I said, you know what? Prior to Hood classics, me and he were just Getting behind the microphones and talking movies. So, we did the whole fast, fast star uh, franchise. So, we are starting at number one, and I'm gonna release an episode every Sunday morning just so people can hear it. And you know, it's easier if it's right there on social media, you can find it. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna be doing on Sunday. So, uh, really check those out because that was pre hood classic. So, we was trying to find our way and shit like that. So,
0: are y'all gonna revisit Robocop, the sequels? RoboCop 2
2: It's a good chance mm-hmm. Absolutely Bro after that no I can tell you <laughs> we're not doing RoboCop 3 And I saw that uh Amazon Prime has some weird RoboCop series Yes I saw that
0: too when I was watching it I was like yeah So
2: more than likely RoboCop 2 We will do
0: Um, But yeah
2: after that it's going to be a
0: wrap <laughs> And RoboCop and WCW
2: <laughs> Good lord <laughs> <laughs> that's just insane
0: uh, Yeah you can find me on twitter at That cool black nerd uh, That's always in the show notes and stuff um, Also um uh, why so serious uh, I got behind on stuff Because I had a crazy last two weeks So I'm just releasing some old stuff Jeff was on there with Rashani And myself talking about the Snyder Cut So that's out now um, Our Falcon and Winter Soldier Three episode review Will be up this week We're going to do Invincibles as well soon So that'll be up and then every year after WrestleMania, I have Rich and Cam from the PW Tour join to talk WrestleMania. So I'm sure that'll happen soon, too, because it's been three years running. So kind of keep that tradition going. So thank you all for listening. Um, We'll be back next week. I think next week we are doing, Uh, you know, what? that's a great question. What are we doing next week? I think we're doing, Zoo is it Zoolander we're doing next week? Let me see. Uh no, we're doing a long came poly next week. So long came poly.
2: Interesting movie. Yes. Interesting movie. I have a love hate or relationship with that movie. Let it rain.
0: Can't wait to see that. <laughs> So long came poly is next week. So uh, we're finishing up Ben Still in a month. So thank y'all for listening and we'll talk back uh, to y'all soon. Peace.
4: Music for Hindsight is Coffee by Cambo Smith, and it's from the Free Music Archive. This This is Single Simulcast.